Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space 2015. <laughs> That's the way to start it all. <laughs> and welcome to the first show of the new year, 2015. And as always, my name is Doc, and I'll bring you through the week that was and what might be in this week in Wildstar. With me this week, I have Indigo. Hello, and I would like to wish ha- uh, 2015 a happy birthday. And as always, <laughs> Doc was just like, I don't know how to deal with that shit. I, wait, we did years of birthdays. I'd like to wish 2015 a happy birthday. Yeah, Is it turning zero? That doesn't really make birthday. much sense, does it? It, it reminds me of the old like Rankin and Bass movies with Baby New Year, Rudolph, and... Yeah. Anyway. That's yeah. such a weird way to look at it. <laughs> Year 2015 was born. Bye. I always forget how crazy you guys are every time I come <laughs> on the show. As we continue like, with the introductions... <laughs> I have Krug, who's feeling a little under the weather, but he's here. Yeah. Excuse my very low energy. I'm sick, so there. That's it. <laughs> How y'all doing? And as always, we have Baz here with us, too. Buzzil. What's up, everybody? It's not always at all. It's not, it's not always. It's not always. We, like did, we did feed episode, him. He came what? back last time, and he's he hasn't left. Technically, we won <laughs> his show last time. That's true. That is true. Yeah, yes, that's right, yeah. So we'll start off with you, Baz. How was your week? My week was interesting. Um, gosh, what did I do last week? Like, <laughs> what, what exactly happened? Like, Nothing. it was such a blur. Well, there was a new year. Such a blur. A oh, blur that's right. It was New Year's. That's shit. right. Oh, okay. So, so my wife and little guy have the flu right now. <gasps> so, yeah, um, I, I got to experience. Well, uh, got it. Oh, pew 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 pew. No, I I got to experience <laughs> getting thrown up on by a little kid. That was fun. That oh, was the great. first time. Uh, for the first time for like my kid puking on me, oh. my my uh, fun story, uh, my brother, when he was a little kid, threw up in my mouth. That was... <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is where two girls want to You're about to hear the first ever live, live puking of somebody here in the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you re- did that really almost make you puke? Wow. No, it's, somebody... just, it's just gross as shit. My, Don't ever uh, have a my, child. My, my dad was a huge is a is a huge jokester, and he had just gotten fed. And my dad, I th- I think like bounced him on his knee a couple times, and you know <laughs> the juice is flowing. He's like, here, throw him up in the air, and and he loves it. And he did it. I did it twice, and he just went. Poof. That's awesome. And yeah, I was just like, ah. Oh! My dad was on, you know just laughing, having a good time. I was like, you're such a jerk. Just He's probably so. getting you back for all the times you threw up on him when you were little. Probably, yeah. I'm, you know, that's that's very accurate, very true. Just but, be uh, glad it came out of one end and not the other. Yeah, I, I, uh, so far I haven't. <laughs> no, dude, well, if you have well, a kid, I mean, it comes to, out of every fair, orifice you can imagine. Yeah, to be fair, kids are uh, kids don't care when they're sick; they just kind of get sick. Uh, so <laughs> then you got to deal with it. You just gotta deal with it, but but uh, thankfully I haven't been peed on yet, so that, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> now oh, I mean, that's year. a way to start the show. Exactly. Lucky, lucky but I, I, I uh, honestly I, I can't complain. The, the new year has been great. Um, the PVP town hall is looking really awesome, so can't can't wait for that. Nice. You should awesome. be seeing that within the month, right? Uh, like mid 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 January ish. So, cool. well, moving on. Um, Krug, how was your week? 
Not your day, I'm your week. Just, I, I'm sick. I'm really sick. <laughs> You've been quarantined? Really I, I wish, because then I'd have, like, <laughs> medicine. So I, I stayed home from work today because I was really sick. I was playing some Wildstar. And I was, like, sitting at my desk, and I was like, oh, I can't, I'm so tired, but I can't sleep. I'm just going to play Wildstar. And I held the W key, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to go attack this mob. And I fell asleep while I was playing Wildstar. <laughs> and then I don't know if any of you have ever, like, in college fallen asleep in class, but I woke up, and it was like that, like, jerky waking up when you realize you shouldn't be asleep. That's awesome. And I look at my character. I've been running into a wall for about 15 minutes. You <laughs> can <laughs> She's like, what is he doing? Like, this is I, – I, I can't go this way. I'm really surprised, like, anti-bot software didn't pick me up. And, like, <laughs> right? Like, this character's been My running guys. into a wall for a good stretch of time. I I'm think crew. we're going to ban him. I got banned today. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, but that pretty much describes my week, pretty much just running into walls. Like, that's, that's – I'm really sick. I, it hurts. Uh, I feel better. It doesn't, feel better. It, doesn't, it doesn't feel good. Indigo, how was your week? Be uh, sad for me. <laughs> Feel bad for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go past a week. I'm gonna say last few weeks because we we've kind of been off for a little bit. I mean, we did Baz's show and then we did the B roll the week before. So uh, I've been off at work. Uh, so that's been really nice. Being home had a had a nice Christmas. I got a I got a, a dehydrator for Christmas. So I've been making jerky. Nice. It's pretty yeah, awesome. and I'm gonna get what some kind tomorrow. Oh, I hate you. I want some of this. Uh, yeah, so right now it, I've got jerky in the cooker right now. I've got like three more hours. Nope, two more hours before it's done. Super excited. Um, but that was really cool. On uh, New Year's, I got to experience uh, Drunk Baz. That was hilarious. <laughs> don't uh, remind me. I, I don't I don't. even – what were we doing? Were we, were we playing Wildstar? We were. We were yeah. playing Wildstar and you were tanking. Uh, uh, yes, that's right. That's right. You were just so giggly and you're just like, ah, I'm going to pull shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, let me put it this way Baz hasn't drank anything in two years and that was the first time he decided to sip some alcohol and that was stupid since well, I... and it's so funny because like a couple days ago or like days before that you're like I'm I'm having a bad day I'm gonna go have a home and have a beer and I was like Baz well, do you only drink when you're sad I'm like drink when you're happy and so the next day Baz gets up and he goes yeah, so you told me to drink when I'm happy. I drank it like water. Like, that was not good. Like, yeah, also, <laughs> you did not have a sip of alcohol in years. You went through a bottle of wine. And and, and three beers. And yeah. three beers. That's not a sip, sir. <laughs> but other other than uh, those awesome things, uh, we've been working a ton. Uh, Krug and myself and Baz has been helping out, and Doc has been making some amazing artwork. Uh, and we, we've been really, really pushing, and we're really pushing hard. And uh, we've been working on the website a lot. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. And uh, I've been leveling my Esper. Uh, it's the first time I actually have a higher level than everyone else in the group. So Doc's frantically getting angry at me for uh, actually being a higher level. I'm catching up, though. It's okay. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, because when we originally made characters, do you remember uh, Doc was like level 50, like day three. And the rest of us were like, but, 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 uh, no, you're supposed to play with us. Yeah, he, he blew past us. It was disgusting. Yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty bad. bad. But that's when he had cushy job of no responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. He did, Doesn't he still have that? <laughs> I do actual work this time. Uh, 
But yeah, that was that was that was me. Well, what about you, Doc? Since we we're talking about you, anyways. Well, for the New Year's, I went to go see Hollywood Babylon, which was a lot of fun, and I'll make this fast because we've been doing it for a little bit. Uh, I got to high five Kevin Smith, and I think accidentally knocked out pot pot in his hand, which is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, went with my girlfriend back to her parents' allegedly place. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah. Kevin Smith he allegedly openly, a stoner. He openly says he smokes pot, and he has. So you you can say it. I don't think allegedly. We were right well, next to the green room. Saying, there was no denying it. Anyway, we went back to my parents, uh, her parents' place, and I had a lot to drink because the New Year's always fun like that. No hangover the next day. Yay me! Other than that, I have my brand new workstation on the way, which is thank. Freaking God, by the end of the month, I should have that no, up. No, no, work laptop. There's work no such thing as a workstation we've, if it folds. We've, all, we've <laughs> already established this outside of the podcast. I'm not going into this. Uh, I'm getting that coming in. Unfortunately, it's a laptop. Yeah, I know. Blah, blah, blah. Um, That's a- making the alts. back. I went back to the gym right the day after Christmas because I need to get back into fighting shape. Literally fighting shape. I'm doing more fighting stuff. Um, I might, if I lose the weight, might go into the, the faux octagon this year. And watch my ass nice. get beat. We'll see what happens. We will at least be on YouTube. The description, uh, whenever yeah. that podcast goes up, because that's going to be awesome. <laughs> That'll oh, be a live stream. Watch Doc his ass beat. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Telegrams, they do nothing. <laughs> it's not, it's not the way it's Wait, I'm not allowed to bring pistols. He's in. got too much armor. I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, let's move on with the very first STOS of the new year. This week, there's been a few interesting developments, one of which, if you have friends or family that have not had a chance to play Wildstar or they've already had their seven-day trial, go check out Amazon in the UK or the US and go check out GameStop as well in the US. They're selling Wildstar really cheap right now. As of today, the 5th of January, it is as low as 15 bucks USD on Amazon and GameStop and 458 pounds on Amazon UK. Yeah, that's crazy. It's ridiculous. As they say, it's less than a fiver. It's less than a fiver, yeah. Is that a thing they say? I I don't understand EU's currency pounds and pence and just like... None of us live in the UK. I know, but... If we tried to explain it, we just hurt ourselves. I bet you they go dollars, cents. I don't don't get it. I mean, we already use inches. We're already weird enough as it is. I know, I'm so American. How dare I be American? (laughs) But seriously, the the actual website doesn't have prices these this low. Even the the deluxe edition is only a few bucks more. I think like thirty bucks on Amazon. So if you're thinking about purchasing it for a loved one, or your or something else like a gift, and they're interested they're interested in it, or you want to recommend it to a guildmate in another game, now's a chance to do that because originally just, we yeah we assumed originally it was going to be only a Christmas thing, but it's staying staying still. Yeah. It's pretty Which awesome. People are like, oh, the game's going free to play, panic. And I'm just like, guys, calm down. Yes. <laughs> am, am I the only one that thinks that getting an MMO game for someone that's like on a pay monthly model, that's like the weirdest gift ever, isn't it? Like, here's this <laughs> gift that I bought you. You owe me $15 a month for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the weirdest thing ever. Well, theoretically, if they can make the credit limit each month, they'll never have to pay again. <laughs> mm. yeah. Here's the gift. You have to use it for at least 68 hours a month. <laughs> I actually bought one of these. And since my girlfriend and my brother don't play that often, they're sharing the other account. So I have someone else to level with, and you three assholes aren't around. <laughs> well, you know what? To be fair, um, I I suck at leveling. <laughs> yeah, we've noticed. <laughs> but uh, it's 
Yeah, like like Baz was saying, a few people were already saying this is the end times. Pay free to play is coming. Um, no real indication of that. I don't remember many other games having a dip in price this severe before going free to play, but yeah. not it, many. It, MMOs. In fact, doesn't it kind of doesn't it kind of do the complete opposite of that? I mean, if you look at the other free to play games, they still have a box price. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. They, they're it's still box. Bar. Yeah, yeah. They have the box price, and then the, the monthly fee goes away. I, I mean, so doesn't this kind of indicative of the opposite? They're reducing the price to get more people into the game so that, that they can continue the fifteen dollar thing. I, again, that's just I'm okay with that. Honestly, people are like. In my opinion, getting into a AAA MMO or an MMO in general with a sub fee really should cost like you know twenty bucks because that's one hundred and eighty dollars a year if if you pay continuously through through sub. Now this month was the first month that I was able to use cred, um, which was it's cool when you use it and like cool sound effect and these like wings come up and stuff. It's cool, but I'm just You're like special. I, I mean, know. like I, I'd I'd rather I'd rather give them my money. And and do it that way so they can continue like quality production. So I mean I don't know. It's just maybe it's that's just personal preference. But I, I personally don't see anything wrong with, with the monthly sub fee as long as the game's a little bit cheaper. Well, granted, I believe the four of us are kind of in the boat of we're not huge fans of the free to play notion, but we also would probably accept it if it was under certain circumstances as players. Uh, some people just want to have free to play already. For whatever the reasoning is, so yeah, our view of this is going to be vastly different from someone else's view of this. Right. Yeah, there are a ton of people that are that want it to be free to play, not because it, the, it's necessarily a, a a bad game and it's going to go free to play, but they want it free to play because that's the model that they enjoy playing. Kind of like there is people on our side, which is like free to play is the only way to go. You know what I mean? And and yeah. I know in past podcasts I've said that a lot, and I've been thinking about it really hard, and it's a new year, new me. I'm just kidding. That was bullshit. Anyways. But, uh, <laughs> I got no, all, I got all I, excited at the moment. No, no. I mean, this is a legitimate statement. I, if the game went free to play, I, I legitimately enjoy the game a ton. Mm. And uh, before, I used to say if it went free to play, I'd stop playing. After drop three and a lot of the fixes and after seeing drop four in the PTR and all of the cool things that they've changed, I, I don't think I would leave if they went free to play. I wouldn't no. either just because yeah. I mean, th- there's nothing wrong with a game going free to play. I mean look at Guild Wars 2. Look at yeah. a ton of other things. Star I mean, Wars, the, the Rings. Th- there's really no big deal with with free to play games, at, at least in my opinion. Like I don't I – don't, like it, if it's done in the whole Rift kind of – free-to-play model, then that's perfect. That's what every free-to-play game should be. It shouldn't be Star Wars The Old Republic Online where you have to pay money to unlock a helmet cosmetic slot. Like, that's... That's insane. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's just... it's it's It just depends, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, sure. A lot of people have said, you know, the the subscription model doesn't work anymore uh, with the exception of one or two games here and there. That's BS, in my opinion. I I think it can work if the market's there. Uh, either way, yeah. it, I, no one's really said who spurred this decision, whether it was NCSoft or Carbine. But I, I'm kind of thinking there's got to be some kind of give with this take, uh, or this take was this give of, hey, now we're half off. Do you guys, and this is a totally left field, uh, take it as you will. Do you think cred might rise as a, a side effect of this? Yes, and that's okay because, I mean, if I can spend $20 and get 30 plat, okay. Yeah. 
Well, and, and, and here's the other thing is, uh, have you guys been noticing an influx of players? I mean, personally, I know that my girlfriend restarted playing. I know that Doc's uh, brother's playing. I, I mean, so I know personally there's been an influx in our group. But, like, leveling-wise, I've been actually seeing people and bumping into people while leveling. Yeah, well, yeah. well I mean, and, and this is something I want to kind of delve into a little bit here, is, like, if 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 we look at the population between... Um, games like World of Warcraft, Rift, Star Wars, all all these other games, it varies from game to game. Star Wars obviously is going to be a market that caters to you know the the space opera, sci fi type of geeks. And personally, if if Star Wars actually did well, I'd probably still be playing that. But they just didn't make a lot of decisions that I agreed with. World of Warcraft, yeah, it's the same. It, it's the same crap over and over again. The the Warlord of Draenor expansion's fun, but. You know, the really only new thing that, that would be a draw to me would be the the garrisons, and that's just daily quest hidden really well. So, I mean, and then we have Rift, which is pretty original. I mean, we have the the world events and stuff that's done really well. the The class combinations that you can do is just phenomenal, and it it feels too much like WoW to me. So, I'm I'm I still lean towards WildStar because it has the combat that I want. It has a community that's. Honestly, pretty good. You know, we have a few bad apples, but uh, for the most part, a smaller kind of niche community really kind of makes the game shine, in my opinion. And we have developers that actually interact with you on on, on Twitter and, and that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> okay, I was going to mention that sometime today. I have been noticing, maybe it's a personal notice, Have has there been a distinct lack of communication within the last month or two? Well, well the, the holidays really kind yeah, of Yeah, I was going to say, you got to realize well, the if you take the last two weeks off. out of consideration, even before, right around November-ish, I started to notice less and less talk back from the, from the developers. I know we got a new Warrior class lead, which I'll mention in a little bit. Uh, we got a few new people coming in on board, but uh, it just kind of seems like the whole, the dead are listening and then we're talking about it. Hasn't been happening as much, but uh, I digress. Uh, like, like, uh, like Indigo was saying, I did notice... More new players are asking for help instead of just saying it's a, it's an alt, it's a low level character. I've been seeing more yeah. of those. Actually, getting cues now for dungeons, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Long, yeah. but getting cues. Uh, also, I got, a, I got a cue today by myself as a DPS. Yep. What? what? Insta queue by myself wow. as a DPS. I was like, what, dude? You know, it's it's, it's 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 probably funny. Like all the like wild guys, are like what are you talking about? I always get cues in like four minutes. What are you talking about? It's like, yeah, well, in WildStar, if you're you're a DPS. It's you're gonna be waiting about forty minutes. Yeah, but that used to be like that when I was playing WoW. Like, I, oh yeah, yeah. It did, I, it if did. I if I didn't have a guild group that wanted to to run something and I wanted, I was a DPS. I was SOL. Like, I just sat there and sat there and sat there and go, like, oh, yay, a tank. Fun. Actually, it wasn't someone a tank. It was a healer. No, like it was the healers that at least the server I was on. Like healers, it was impossible to find a freaking healer to, to get a group. So I, I mean, that existed in, in in WoW. At least it used to. I don't I don't know if it does anymore. But I mean. I've seen an influx of players. As for the devs talking, I I can't talk personally about the devs because I I've been so slammed at work. I haven't really been able to go on the forums a bunch as I was before, so I haven't been seeing there. But I know Tony and I have been talking a lot back and forth about like other projects and stuff like that. So I I know that they are definitely still in communicate. So oh yeah yeah they're still there. I mean like. Uh... The the devs that I talk to on a regular basis definitely have uh, backed off a little bit just due to the holidays. Um, it's it's really interesting seeing Carbine kind of go from 
really talkative to not talkative to really talkative to not talkative. And I completely agree. That's really frustrating. It needs to be a consistent, okay, here's a happy medium. And, you know, I understand that they can't answer all the community questions and, and everything like that. Um, but it's it's really interesting to see their progression in, in how they, like, address certain issues. Uh, Tony's gotten a lot better, so I got to really give him props for that. Um, he, he definitely is doing a lot better job. Um, the class leads, honestly, you guys are just not doing well. Um, at, at least like the stalker class lead, he finally came on the forums after like two months of just like no activity. And we're just like, holy crap, we can get our class fixed finally. But, um, <laughs> and then he I saw mean, a shadow and disappeared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the communication is definitely like kind of like a bipolar kind of attitude that Carbine has. It's just like they're really good at it and then they just really suck. Which I'm not sure if that's like an HR thing where the HR is like in a good mood. It's like, yeah, you can answer questions this week. And then the next week they're like, no, F the world. Well, and it could be a development cycle as yeah. well. And, and, you know, hey, we need to get our nose to the grindstone, really work out these problems. And then as soon as they work out those problems or do what they're doing, they go, okay, you guys can talk about what you just worked on. You know what I mean? And, and then, okay, guys, after you've talked about it, I need you to work on this. So it, it could be just a natural influx of amount of work that they that the team is doing because i doubt it's like this week the 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 stalker lead needs to work this week it's the the uh only paying guys like one week (laughs) yeah just like every week is a different person that's that's like busting their ass you know what i mean so i I think it's probably a natural ebb and flow that's going to happen maybe i'm just looking into it too much yeah, I, uh, I think no. I think you are no. a paranoid individual, and you need to stop wearing your tinfoil hat. All right, that's what I well, need. Well, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, he does bring up a, a good point because I definitely have seen a a lack of communication. But honestly, man, that's just due to the holidays. Once Thanksgiving hit, the last pretty much month and a half, I knew it was just going to be really, really quiet. And let's be and honest, that sucks because all the sales have been happening. People have been asking for trial keys left and right. And that, that's one thing I do want to kind of point out is, Carbine, you guys need to get your, your guest passes or your trial things set up, like, now. Because I, I, I don't have any keys to left to give away to people. I've got like, one and, and, key left, and I've been very I, well, iffy on when to give it away. <laughs> I mean, it, it's frustrating because I've asked, and the response I get is, oh, we're not giving away any more trial, uh, any guest keys right now. It's just like, but, but I have, like, six people that want to try this game, and, I, uh, well, okay. <laughs> So it's it's just frustrating. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes saying no is the best way. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Another no for fatherhood. Doc, right now he's just like, Ugh. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna move on from this because we talked. About All right, go yeah, yeah, yeah go for it, go for it. Now, with new people coming in and everything else, uh, this ties in a little bit. I've been seeing a bunch of solo runs of dungeons or solo. Yeah solo takedowns of bosses and more and more guilds are posting their progress through GA and Datascape. And some people will be like, when are we going to see all this? And it's cool to see. Cause right now I have no access to getting into that content, but I know not even a few podcasts ago, we were like, nah, only this kind of class is ever going to be able to solo this. And sure enough today, I saw a video of a warrior solo Tugga from Skullcano vet. I think it was vet. Yep. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. A vet? warrior solo Tugga Skullcano vet. That's bullcrap. That's <laughs> bullcrap. Now, I'm just curious. If but he, to be fair, he was decked out in Datascape gear. Still did so it, though. Still does, did it. It doesn't care. matter. Because it, we were assuming just based on mechanics that Warriors wouldn't be able to do it. 
by themselves. First of all, it, it pulled Krug out of the blankets to communicate. All right, that's how epically awesome that is. I just want to tell you legitimately right now, I've moved my microphone to my bed. <laughs> in my bed talking to you guys right now. Fair He's enough. Laying back. Hey, guys, what you thinking about? <laughs> I'm not laying down like that. That's too sensual. Why would I lay down like that? That's weird. It's I'm like not trying to get any of you to sleep with me. You know anyway, now, I can't tell if this is the skill cap rising and people are just realizing now that they have this skill and the gear. They can go back and make these mechanics their bitch, pretty much, for lack of a better term. Or <laughs> are we are we kind of getting creative because not enough people coming on? I don't know. Um, I just want to see what your thoughts on that was. I'm seeing more and more of it, and I'm impressed. I'm I just mean, surprised. This is the thing with the telegraph system is that it's the same telegraph every time you play. I mean, it's a little different in like where it lands and stuff like that. But once you memorize the telegraph system and how it's working, I- I'm pretty sure you could get through almost everything uh by yourself i mean in in some aspects uh, because of the telegraph system and that's what a lot of people in ga said is like it's really really hard until you you get it you know what i mean and then and then you're like oh it's this pattern i need to do this and then they're able to 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 you know to do to get that boss so i I imagine a lot of it has to do with that um yeah it, it it does you're right yeah, I mean, and 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 I believe even Carbine said, "Hey, there's there's a, a learning curve in GA. You know, the first couple bosses is hard, gear drops, and the gear the gear gap is so not large, but like the gear helps out so much that that like your team basically goes, oh my god, one boss, oh my god, two boss, oh my god, three boss, and then it's like, oh, hey, I'm done. Like, <laughs> so so the first two bosses in GA are actually designed to be easier than three on." Once you hit the third boss of GA, it, it's just like like you go from X89, which is literally a stupid check because it's like, okay, who has the small and big bombs? Don't do this. And it's basically like a kind of like a don't stand in the fire type of raid or mm-hmm. a type of boss where you're just like, okay, well, don't be dumb and you'll be fine. The next boss is, is literally you, you run in a circle, hit buttons, and repeat. Like that fight is not that difficult. Um, and then, then you get to the third boss, and it's just like, holy crap, what did Carbine just do? Because there's a lot more intricate mechanics that you have to go through um, from going from the first, second, and then hitting the third. Honestly, the mini bosses uh, from the first and second bosses are harder than the bosses themselves, uh, at, at least mechanically speaking. Um, there is one mini boss that's really fun. She throws you up in the air. You have to land in a specific circle. You have to all be spread out uh, due to AOE damage and that kind of stuff. That's actually a hard fight to coordinate because if, if you have people that are not uh, you know simply paying attention, like your heal main healer uh, that heals the tank misses the circle, they die instantly. So so it's it, it, it's the the mini bosses help you kind of coordinate to get to where, where like X89 is. Um, but I, 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 I can't really agree that the first two bosses in GA are, are hard. Oh, see, I, I, I've heard quite a few times that it, like the, once you get the mechanics, it's easy, but like the, the gear once that draw again, I could be wrong. I've never done this. This is all secondhand. So That's I, why I just happening for 2015. It's going to happen. 
<laughs> hey, we all have the ability to do it, and especially since we're all on one server and all on one faction now. It's 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 gonna happen. Brought you to the light side, damn well, it. Well, I don't know. You have orange. I wouldn't say that's light. Uh, <laughs> it's more like the green side. Like yeah. it's not even <laughs> like Dominion. Awesome, cool artwork, and then exiles. I mean, look at Fade. It's just shittily get designed. Fade, <laughs> I'm really going to do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we won't, so, we yeah. won't get into it. We won't get into it. But I go, will go to say, Twitter if you want to see that discussion. I will, yeah, I was going to say, there was a very long, uh, you're a butt face. No, you're a butt face. Oh, you're a, you're a lint licker conversation back and forth between Baz and myself about the difference of Fade and Ilium and which one was designed better. Uh, <laughs> Baz can't even like muster a word. He's just nodding like I'm just. Like, just, I'm just, uh. I'm just yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to point that out, especially to people in the community that have not seen it. Go to the forums. Go to the Reddit. Look on YouTube. It's just awesome. These people have been able to put the the skill and time into it, and hopefully, you can replicate that too and put that on YouTube. I want to see that too. Just saying. Uh, moving on, we actually got a brand new warrior class lead right before the holidays. For those of you that don't know, um, I don't remember whatever happened to the old warrior class lead. It's been a while. But anyway, Moja is taking <laughs> over. Now, Moja, I tried looking on the web, on the internet, just trying to figure out who Moja was, and I couldn't find much uh, for the name behind the, the, the screen name. Wait, Mojang? Like the Minecraft people? No, Moja. M-O-J-A. Oh. Minecraft is taking over warrior development? What? Yeah, just letting that you know. what's happening? Yeah. Carbine's only officially so by strange. By, uh, it's giving the weirdest <laughs> by thing. By Mojang. All of the armor for warriors are going to just be square blocks. blocks. <laughs> and the it detonate amp will actually be a little explosion. Oh, Jesus. Oh, but like pixel explosions? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's, that's good. So Moja introduced himself into the, the thread and he said, hey, I'm just introducing myself. And he also kind of brought what he, he, a little bit of a questionnaire about warriors and warrior players and kind of what he wanted to do with the class and it seemed more about making the warrior fun and varied than uh, an emphasis on balance. And that's not a well, bad thing. Yeah, uh, the balance yeah. is obviously in there. You know, how, how do you make them like... He's definitely balancing the warrior. Oh, yeah. Because, um, like, on the PvP forums, everyone's like, Well, this class is dead, drop four, I'm quitting. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, guys, stop being a bunch of asshats. Yeah, and, and, and like he Be- said... In, in his thread, he's like, look, we want to keep it competitive in all the other roles. We want to make sure that it's not an obvious imbalance and the Warriors is wrecking face. Yes, we have those issues in PvP. That will probably... that Well, not probably, but it's, it's going to be addressed. I'm going to assume that. But uh, he definitely wanted to show that he's not looking at just that he wants... It's just kind of like the medic changes recently. Instead of having to be... You had to be this kind of a medic. Now you have a field medic, or now you have the... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Collider medic, or everything like that. That was my of... favorite part of the post is uh, you should have to make tough decisions when crafting builds. Ideally, every ability, every tier, and amp will be useful and awesome. That should be the case for the whole game and every class. And I don't know why that has to be a choice that one individual developer makes by themselves. No, that's but... a mentality to the players. Because the player... Because of... reasons. Players, there's... I forgot what it's called. But min-maxer is really uh, the more colloquial name term. They will always find the path of least resistance and highest gain. So that will honestly always lead them into push. That's why we have that's why we have guides. That's why we have icy veins and elitist jerks. People will always want to find the best rotation, the best this and that, 
And what Mojo's saying is, yeah, we noticed that there's a lot of, essentially he's implying, yeah, we know there's a lot of warriors going one way and kind of one way only or maybe two ways, but I want to make sure that there's more viable route. Do you really want to be more of a support warrior with power link and your CC? Then we want to make sure that you can do that and not feel like you're being hamstrung. If you really want to go back yeah. to being DPS warrior and wrecking face with whirlwind, then go go for it. So he wants to make sure that they're that the varied play is back in the warrior. I'm okay with that. You know, they they mentioned this um, before the game came out, which was, hey, uh, depending on the situation, we want you to have to change your limited action set. Like when you come against this boss, you have to change X, Y, and Z. Do you, any of you guys do that? I actually do personally. No. On my so, so Krug said mm-hmm. Krug said no, right? Well, let me rephrase that. When I switch from healing to DPS, technically, but that's about it. Okay. And actually for PvP versus PvE, yes, but not for like this PvE instance versus this PvE instance. Like I have PvP heal, PvE heal, PvP deeps, he uh the rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All the permutations so, of PvP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PvE, okay, healing. okay. So so you have one specifically for that that genre. Right. Get that. Okay, so we're going to still put that in the no column. Agreed. Uh, okay, so, so Doc, you said yes. I said yes. Actually, on my Warrior, not so much. I kind of know that this is the build I'm going for as I'm going tank or as I'm going um, DPS. And I'm not going to have to vary much, which I kind of find disappointing because I really want to see what more of the abilities do. But I know that min-maxing, the min-maxing personality in me goes, this will be the rotation that will get me through everything I need and I won't feel like I'm taking too long to kill things. On my Spell Slinger... I, I actually tend to adapt per encounter when I go into dungeons. If I know I'm going into a DPS race, I'm going to make sure that I have no CC on me because we're never going to need it. Or it's, yeah, it's right. an infinite armor. No goddamn point to bring gate except for to get around. No point in bringing an arcane shot. If I need to make sure that I'm going to be as bursty as fuck, I'm going to make sure that my bar matches that. Uh, if we're going into, um, like, say, Tugga, or we're going into, uh, what is the first uh, boss in Kelvarath? I got to make sure that that quick draw is always on and mashing the crap out of it. And I've got three to four CC breaks on me at all times. That way I don't have to rely on anybody else to interrupt something. And I'm the, the key, the key interrupter. So as a spell singer, I'm, I, I personally adapt toward per the battle and I, I really well, enjoy I mean, it. it. What it, about it, you, Bez? Okay. So <laughs> it, it, it's hard for me to honestly give an, an honest kind of opinion on this because as a stalker, our class has really been gimped a lot just because of some of the poor decisions that have been made over over the last few months on in, in class designs. Um, in PVE, we definitely are like the the highest DPS and single target. Like we will just we we can deal you know 10k DPS a second. Like it, it's it's not it's not hard for us to to hit that mark consistently. Um, so so from a PVE standpoint. We have a lot of good tools, but a lot of our amps and a lot of our abilities make no damn sense that are completely useless. Um, like uh, Nanovirus and um, – I, I don't even remember half the abilities and names because we, we, like, we don't even use them. Yeah. Um, oh, what the hell is it called? The uh, uh, Nano Dart, the thing that um, – It takes health from them. takes and- health and, and – it's just like all this stuff. It's just like, why the heck is this in the game? If, if because I mean, it, 
the the skill was originally designed, I assume, to be a PvP skill. And now with the healing debuff, it's just like, yay, I have 200 health back. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it makes Stalkers really, really gimped in the whole PvP aspect in terms of spec. Now, we have a lot of utility when it comes to our class in a fight, but other classes just do it way better. The warrior, for instance, just, you know, he, he only needs two bil- abilities on his bar, loads up with really, really good CC and anti-CC. His amps are fantastic, and, you know, stalkers are sitting going, we have ta- Trail of Cinders. This is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I've legitimately tried to use that in a build and was just like, Wow, this is complete ass. Who thought this was a good idea? Because it says it deals magic damage. What the hell is magic damage? <laughs> For a stalker damage, and there's a yeah. I'm just like, so was this like just completely forgotten about? And like it, like I still don't know what it actually scales off of because there's no magic damage in the game. It's either it's either tech damage or uh, assault power or whatever, whatever you want to call yeah, it, the attack right. power what? stuff. No, no, no. There's three types of damage in the game. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's physical, magic. magical, and tech. Spellsingers okay, do magical well, as well. Yeah, correct. and physical. They don't ever really do tech damage. But but isn't it still rolled rolled into uh, one of those main stats, though? I mean, assault the, power is what the damage is based off of. Right, but right, the exactly. magical, physical, or uh, the third one, tech damage uh, applies to resistances. So there's magical, physical, and technical resistance yeah so that's how it calculates resistances exactly so why does the stalker have magic damage so i'm just saying it exists (laughs) that's all i'm trying to tell you that is that's a good question why does the stalker have a a magical scaling ability so so in drop in in drop four we uh, i I made myself like it sound like a dumbass but whatever i don't care Uh, (laughs) i I mean like in drop four the stalker's getting a lot of positive changes in terms of uh the pvp side uh, we'll, we'll be getting a complete like revamp of a lot of our amps that are just stupid and useless. Like trail senders will be gone, thankfully. Uh, but I, I, I honestly have a fear that people are going to complain that we're too bursty again, and we're just going to get nerfed again. It's kind of the point so, of a stalker, but whatever. It, it, it is the it is the point of an assassin class. I mean, the 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 time to kill in this game is going to be quick because of the way the telegraph system works. And you know, I mean, honestly. If you're if you're letting a stalker stun hit you for the full duration, you're a dumbass because you have four to five different CC breaks that you can use to get out of a stun. Or Almost every or class anything. has one version of a CC break. Yeah, medics well, have it, it, one exactly it, it, one. Medics have uh, two. What's the second one? There's um, by. you. I th- I think you have to tier for it into something. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, but um, medics have medics have some of the best mobility in the game. By the way. Um, the, the, their blanks and their backwards blanks and their anti-CC breaks are just incredible. Um, so yeah, you take the backwards blink and you, like, destroy your DPS, basically. Uh, he's not, still not, alive, though, not, so you can do more DPS. Not in arenas. In, in arenas, <laughs> it's, it, it, it just makes them so much better. Um, Look, but, I mean, go ahead. Dead DPS means zero DPS, so I'd rather have Restrictor <laughs> and jump backwards. That way, once that stalker tries to, tries to gank me, so that, that I can actually still fight back. I'm just saying. Well, my well, point I mean, is that you, you can't say that someone with four CCs is, like, not super ridiculously overpowered. And, like, the ability to burst down someone into 80 pieces. Like, the combination of those two things, you can't that, fight back. That is true. So quickly. Like, one of those things should be taken away. Well, I mean, in terms of like the way the way class balance works is like if if you look at medics versus stalkers, medics are able to deal as much damage as a stalker does, even more, 
and keep themselves healed for you know the next ten years. So in terms of like balance, medics are incredibly just way way top tier than stalkers are. Because one, our heal is really hurt by the uh, the whole healing nerf thing. It doesn't do a lot of uh, healing to begin with, and it can be completely in- interrupted. Most of the medic heals are instant and hot, uh, and it's just it's. Drop four is going to be really good for class balance. Uh, the warriors can just stop bitching because honestly, it's it's a buff to your class if you just take the time to learn your damn rotation. I know that's a foreign concept. Hitting two <laughs> buttons is 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 difficult. I understand that, but I mean, coming from a stalker who has like sixteen different buttons, we have to press all at the exact at the same time in different time rotations. And eh, get over it. <laughs> so so uh, now that now 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 I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. uh, no. When I was when I was on uh, my stalker, uh, I changed. I was the exact same thing as um, as Krug. I had my PVP and I had my PVE tank and I had my PVE DPS. That's that's. I only had three classes because the PVP would change between a tank PVP and a DPS PVP depending on the drop and depending on which one was better. Uh, so there was never like a switch back and forth. Uh, but since I've been playing this Esper. I have been legitimately changing my 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 limited action set based off mm-hmm. of who I'm fighting, based off of whether I'm questing or if I'm in a dungeon or if I'm healing in a dungeon versus DPSing in a dungeon. Like I have legitimately been uh, moving things around, and I'm curious if because the only two people that said that were the spell slinger and the esper i wonder if it's more necessary with the cloth wearers or the like the light armor classes than the others healers more than tanks and dps um because like uh with a medic medic healing you do zero damage <laughs> when it comes yeah. to like pvp pve so so when when classes change from healing to dps it's just it's it's a huge difference like uh, i was doing threes uh, and uh we were doing our dailies in between and he would always get caught with uh, people spawning on top of him. He's like, crap, I can't do anything because I have literally no damage. Like he had a bunch of heals and CC breaks. He's like, cool, I can do, do not nothing. Die. I can so, not die so, right now. So like the healing slash DPS classes definitely have a lot harder time dealing with the whole – dealing with mobs in certain specs. Like well, a, no, a no, tank no. stalker is just like – I'll just AOE everything down and just kill things and never die. I, I'm more referring to the fact that, like, okay, if we're talking PVE DPS as an Esper, I will – if I'm fighting, a, like, a large mob or, like, a boss mob, I will change my spec up tremendously to give myself a lot more range and uh, add my pets on there. And so That's I can right. stay away and I can kite them. If I'm just doing individual mobs and just doing just normal trash, I'll, I'll switch over to my melee Esper because it's a lot more fun to play. It, it, I feel like I, I get a lot more damage and it's a lot more quicker. If I'm then going to a dungeon, I, my, my, the way my dungeon build is is completely different than my, my boss and my, my trash yep. mobs by myself as it is in a group. And it wasn't that way with my stalker. So that's what I'm saying is, is it's not necessarily the heals versus DPS, but it's more of the, the class, like, the, the DPS aspect of that class. I have to move things around because it's significantly more beneficial to move from range to melee in different situations. These sound like discussions they actually have in the studio as well. Like, hey, how do we make this? Like, it yeah. seems like these classes are doing it more often than these classes. Is it a boon to this class or should we 
yeah, make it so cost more classes. But man, it's with there. I'm gonna move well, on I mean, with it though. Okay, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Um, we're doing the, uh, hey, you know what? Updates are back. we got two things coming back this week. Yeah, yeah. Yay! <laughs> I know some people like the fact that they don't have to go through updates. We go through the important parts of the updates, and we got a few of them. And I'm going to quote this straight from Carbine to start it off. There was actually an issue with, remember when they had the healing changes and the healing reduction? How they said mm-hmm. they were going to compensate absorb shields and everything else like that? Well, it seems like there were still issues with absorb shields. And they say, quote, Previously, a number of absorption shield effects in raid and dungeons encounters were being modified by the healing reduction effects, such as phlebotomize. This was adversely affecting encounter difficulty tuning by requiring us to either overtune the absorb shield with the expectation that these effects would be used or allow players to trivialize mechanics by cleverly using the abilities. We now have the ability to ignore healing reduction effects and have adjusted many of the existing absorb shield mechanics to ignore these modifiers. We do understand that players are accustomed to the current tuning's encounters with the healing modifiers being applied, and as such, have chosen to apply minor reductions to many of the absorption effects. End quote. So, in a nutshell, they were saying, hey, um, we did say that absorption shields would be, or shouldn't really be affected by it, but they were. And some players were taking advantage of it, uh, but we just really wanted to get rid of that change with absorption effects because it just didn't seem right. Uh, so, you don't have to worry about your absorb shields being overcompensated with the healing reduction effects. Uh, they kind of leveled it out. I don't understand the last part of that, where they said that they understand some players were used to the mechanics the way they were, and so to compensate, they reduced. Mainly had to do with like data escape and like the the end game um, GA bosses. Right. I mean, um, I understand that, but like, what does it matter if they have to like relearn it? Like, I don't it, understand. It, what... it doesn't. I think it was just a you know we're sorry for the change. But this was necessary, you know, deal with it. Well, it also is the fact that they were realizing that some some players were given an odd amount of leeway because of how powerful that, that shield was. And you're like, no, that's not really how it's quite supposed to work. Yeah. And some people yeah, were so like, just oh, change if... it and then say, hey, this is how it's really supposed to work. Get well, past it now, bitch. That's what I would have written. <laughs> <laughs> well, the they were being time. nice about it. This is like the at... dock way of writing something, not the crew no, way of I writing think something. When you, when you modify content to make it more difficult you just go and say hey uh that wasn't the way that was supposed to work go try it again like i dare you that's what they should have written that that would have made me so happy not that i've you know ever been to any of this content i'm not like oh i I imagine at some point in the very very far future when i do a raid for the first time and i'm like oh wow these absorption effects or these absorption shields are just the right you know amount i don't think they should be increased at all with this change that they made um but like I, I just – the way they phrased it bothers me. It's like – it's almost like pandering. Like, hey, we know that you're going to be stressed because we added like 50,000 more absorption shield to these people that you can't get rid of. But we're just going to – we're going to make it 30,000 just so you don't get mad at us, okay? So, like that's well, that's well, super what it feels like. Hold on. Well, I mean I have this question. If you have been spending weeks, if not months – going through GA, and you only get a certain amount of time each week to play, and they make this change, you then have to postpone it, yeah. postpone your play time, because now you, you have people that have to relearn stuff and relearn how to use abilities. So it, yeah, that makes it fun. I think it makes it fun. No. Like I think it's different it's like when you're spending a lot This is lining 40 people up. This is lining 40 people up to go do GA. So it doesn't change the number of 40, people you can 40 get. people now have to change their schedule because a couple things have changed. Change their schedule. How do they change the I schedule? I think that might be a little too extreme what your, what your, what your uh, example is. I just think is they said, hey, 
This is an unintended side effect of the healing reduction changes and the absorb effects. They're much more powerful than we intended it to be. And some of you guys found that out and were using it in a certain way that made things a little easier than they should be. So we're giving you the heads up and we're reverting. We're changing this. It's going to ignore yeah. absorb effects now. No, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is if you have an ability that you've been you've you learned how to use it in the in the way it's been built and then it come the day that you're supposed to go in and fight the next boss, you have to turn around and yeah. realize that, that ability doesn't work and it could cause the entire team to wipe. It could cause a lot of different things because you're not putting out what you've been expecting to do. So so, so you don't fair. find the learning part of it fun is basically oh, oh. Okay, so so to be fair, it, it really wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not saying it is. I'm I'm just saying I understand why. I'm not they saying were this like, one instance is that big of a deal, but like the trend is for me. <laughs> it's the phrasing we're disagreeing with. You know what? It's not even sucked. It is partially the phrasing, but it's mostly the trend for me. Like the fact that they're they're gonna say, "Oh, we changed something and made it harder," and they didn't say it was too hard. They just said because you were used to the other way, we made it a little easier. So, like that trend is what bothers me. Since this is your first MMO, this is actually really normal in terms of like phrasing. Blizzard did this all the time. It, It was basically to cover their ass, like from a PR perspective. So it, 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 it's, it, it's okay. It's okay. Just, just think. Look how angry people are on forums when you don't make changes. Now imagine every yeah. <laughs> when you make a change, how many more people are going to be upset. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's keep going. Let's keep right. going. So there's been a few changes we wanted to make note of in the classes. Espers, your pets, will no longer be marked as hostile to allies anymore. Occasionally that would happen. So now still happens, actually. It's still happening. Well, this change was, this was on the 16th. Right before winter break, essentially. So that's still happening. That needs to be fixed, guys. Um, if you see that in game, make sure you let somebody know. Also, with your cheat death amp, CC breaks will no longer allow the Esper to move while cheat death is active. So thank crap. You'll still live. <laughs> Seriously. But you gotta wait. Uh, so stupid. For medics, your entrainment amp now properly applies expose the debuff expose with restrictor and magnetic lockdown, which simply means more DPS, more DPS. Basically you, Oh, cause they need it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they always totally need it. Especially when we think about magnetic lockdown being a root and entrapment works every time they're rooted or slowed, it gives ex- exposed. It, oh my God. Oh, it just sounds so painful. It is. Oh, I don't want to be pain. there. It's in, a pain in the ass. Uh, ouch. Anyway, those are the most important ones that I thought of. There's more, there's a few more for warriors and spell slingers. Go check that the link we provide. It's a few more things I wanted to note though. Uh, prestige costs for level 10 through 49 PvP gear has been halved. And, and that's actually really nice. Yes. It, now, because you can only get about a third of the amount of games I was actually about to say if only you could get a Q. Hey! <laughs> well to top that off, once people start PvPing again, the 1500 rating gadgets will actually be cheaper as well. Only 1000 prestige down from 1600. So, okay. eh, when people come I mean, back to PvP, no, it'll no, be I cheaper. I, I get that, but I mean, at that point, you're 50, and if you're PvPing, you're going to be PvPing a lot. So, I mean, what? Uh, having that carrot a little further is fine. I mean, I just, I just wish I could PvP because leveling was so much well, quicker. PvP-ing. I'm about to make you feel a little more sad because this is a Daggerstone Pass change, so that was pretty important. Uh, the bomb and Daggerstone Pass will no longer do more damage to the generator based on how many players in the blast radius. So before, I actually used to do increased damage when there were, I believe, more players around it. Interesting. But now yes. they're just kind of making it fixed. It's going to just explode for this much damage. I did which, is, but, which is actually better. Do you yes. think so? 
Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, because it's 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 more balanced for like bombing runs. Um, because what my guild basically does is or did because you know that that never pops, which is unfortunate because it's such a good damn. Yes. Well, basically, <laughs> if you zerg rush that that generator, that bomb is gonna blow off for fuck tons of damage. And but now is, it, just, is it your team that does that, or is it just bodies in general? Because it makes sense it to didn't, me. It's it, like it didn't clarify. It just said more how many players in the blast radius. I'm gonna assume it's your own team doing the bomb itself. Yeah, because I was gonna say if there's like if there's just you and then like ten of the opponents at the bomb site, it makes more sense for it to do more damage. Or I mean, it doesn't make more sense. It's dumb, but I mean, it's more <laughs> satisfying because you're yeah. just like, yeah, I defended that bomb against ten people and it did way more damage. But no, yeah, that makes way more sense. That's absolutely true because if you are badass enough to defend your bomb <laughs> by yourself, or if the other team's stupid enough to let you carry a bomb in by yourself, <laughs> you deserve seventy five percent damage, a hundred percent. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing that, but I think I'm with Daz in the camp of I think this is a, a change which will make Daggerson a little more it, balanced. Yeah, it, it it prolongs the game a little bit because honestly, my guild could finish that game in like seven minutes if if we got a team that had no idea what they were doing because uh, we 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 take two tanks that just run the bombs constantly, and then we have a group of you know X amount of people that just kind of guard them, so. If the team isn't prepared for it, they just get walked all over. So I think that this change was just kind of um, to make sure that the bomb only does deal a set amount of damage and then sure. kind of just balances out like if it's a pre-made versus a unorganized group, the unorganized group has a little bit higher chance of lasting a little bit longer and possibly, possibly coming back. back. Yeah. yeah. And to move on, if you're a soldier – Using Tactical Retreat and Void Slip will no longer end holdouts, which I apparently had heard had happened in-game. Like, hey, what the hell? It bugged out. It actually was bugging out because once you went into the void or you uh, slip, or you stealth away as a soccer, the game would go, oh, well, I guess you're done with this, and close it down and you have to redo it again. You can't use your CC, which isn't supposed to happen, so good for you. Now you can use it again. I, hadn't, I didn't know that happened with stealthing because I know I in holdouts I do stealth because they walk over and they're like, wait, there's supposed to be a guy. Well, oh, my God, I just got you. I think it's <laughs> the mechanics in tactical retreat that um, we're allowing it to bug tactical, out. Well, well, technically tactical retreat is supposed to do that because it's a threat drop. Yeah. Yeah, but you drop threat when you go invisible as well. No, you, you no, only drop not entirely. threat in, sorry, in sorry, tactical let me phrase retreat. It. Let me phrase it. I only stealth when there's no one around. So that's probably what I'm thinking. Versus yeah, like yeah, tactical okay. retreat is a, because is you a can use your innate in combat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that'll happen. And for those of you who are curious, all the housing items are supposed to move back to the auction house from the commodity exchange. There's that. I heard a lot of complaining about it live. I didn't use the commodity exchange that often, so I personally never saw the point of it. But if you're interested, wait, there it is. Can why so, was there complaints the about that? What's what's the commodities so, exchange is supposed to be for pieces of things, and the auction house is supposed to be for completed things. Why so does the, it need the, to be two separate things? The main reason – yeah, I don't understand the whole – I don't know. Organization, I guess. I don't know. The, the main reason that was a big deal is because people didn't put anything on the commodities exchange for housing. It was always on the auction house. So when that patch happened, uh, you, you would go to the commodities exchange, and there would be no housing things anywhere. And – because people were all used to putting on the auction house. And the things that were on the commodities exchange were like 30 plat and just like stupid stuff that would that was normally costing like three to four gold. So like people tried to like take advantage of it. And the people that were trying to, you know, 
have fun with it just got really screwed over. So, I mean, it, it, it it's a small change, but it's definitely a, a good change just because it finally happened and, gosh, it was a pain in the ass. I, I, I still don't understand the necessity of having a commodities exchange versus a auction house because even if it's whole pieces versus parts technically there are whole pieces or i'm sorry technically there are parts sold on the auction house i mean right food pieces that you would use for cooking is technically a piece that you would still use to make a larger item uh there are you know or isn't there there's ore on there and stuff like that the auction house has bags armor housing and uh, some other things, but everything else is literally on the commodities commodities exchange. So that would be like crafting mats, runes, uh, signs, like everything else. So it's yeah, I agree. It's stupid to split everything up. No, it's, that, it's just, that just it's needs just, to be one. I, yeah, it, it, it it's, it's stupid having to go between two different systems to try to to like. I think it was an organizational thing, but you were mentioning before it just made more sense if you put it all in the auction house. People would just be going through lists and lists and lists. And now, well, well, let's be honest. Their auction house and commodities exchange UI thing sucks anyway. So that's whatever. what that ones are for. No, no, it, no. no. <laughs> I should not have to have an add-on to have a uh, even with add-ons. The browsing experience for the auction house and commodities exchange is just awful. It needs, it needs a rework. My, my biggest pet peeve is when I do a uh, uh, credit sell order for for the, uh, the the timed auction stuff on the commodities exchange. It, every time you you create one, it jumps back up to the top of your list, so I lose track of where I was. It's like, wh- why? But you know, quality of life is quality of life. First world problems. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, no, no. I was I was just agreeing with him. I yeah. wasn't going to bring it anywhere. So I'm thinking we should move on to the other new resuscitated part of the show. Uh, the new hot, old part. The new, the old, new part. old part. Possibly to end up the, end out the show, depending on how, how long this goes. So for those of you who were watching or who did watch or listen to the end of the year review, people in the chat were talking about Corona flame, frames. Now, I forgot why the discussion went to that. But there were so many people talking about it, I wanted to go through it myself and check it out. Because I've been using Potato UI for the longest time, and I kind of wanted something different. So, Need, Greed, and Pass is back. Now, for those of you that don't know, because we only did it a few times, Need, Greed, and Pass is kind of our version of uh, reviewing, I guess, of add-ons. Now, the idea behind this is think of it more like a first impression than an actual rating system. It's not a 5-star add-on, not a 10-star add-on, add-on or a 99.9% add-on. It's need in the sense that we believe, or the person who's talking about it believes, it's an essential add-on if you choose to use add-ons, at least in their opinion. Agreed is, yeah, it's pretty good. There's probably more problems than I personally to admit, and I would recommend it, but it's not something you have to have, or however they want to interpret it. And and passes simply, look, it's not for me for X amount of reasons. This is why maybe you might have more fun with it than I would, but I'm going to pass on it, and so that's just my opinion of it. So for me, when I was checking out Corona flame, Frames, I like simplicity. And Potato just kind of felt like, despite the overlapping bars, which I actually did like, everything else just felt heavy and obstructive after a while. And I, I needed something cleaner. And Corona, right out the box, was just like, hey, you want to uh, update it? You want to customize it? Here is three boxes, and everything is fits in these boxes. And you have target, you, and focus. And then everything's plain as day. Go ahead, have fun with it. it you Technically, out the box, you could use it. It's a little wonky if you did. Spend about five minutes with it, 
and for God's sakes, shrink the, the buff bars at the very least. <laughs> I guess I use my hands when I talk. <laughs> this is, uh, but once you get to that little sweet spot of how you set yourself up, it's actually really good. It took me a little bit of getting used to the bar segments of your health bars, shield, and absorb. But it reads super clean. The animations are clean, and they're quick, and they react to the damage coming on the screen. Um, I had, did have one personal issue with it uh, at, at the beginning, and I've come to grow into it. Uh, the cast bars for me, I was not a huge fan of. I was using Interrupter and Potatoes cast bars, which I thought gave plenty of information when I'm in the middle of the battle. So I had to go look around darting for it. Corona is really, really simple. You don't see segmented um, Interrupt armor. You see the number, which I was just used to seeing a visual representation instead of a numerical. And um, the bar colors, I can't adjust this is a minor gripe. I can't change the bar colors of my personality or my personal uh, character, like theming it. Like my warriors all decked out in reds and oranges, and my spell slingers. Yes, you can. Yeah, you, you can. can. Does it save more than one profile? Uh, n- yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> you need the ad- you need the add on color picker. Okay, so you need an additional add on to do that, which I didn't know. And since I didn't think about reviewing or going more depth into that, I, th- I think that's superfluous and unnecessary. It should have already been to it, but. Corona takes a lot of add-ons. You don't need a threat meter add-on for the most part. If you like it simple, you don't need a cast bar add-on if you need it for that simple. That one I would recommend probably, though. Uh, for frames, it's great. It's not a uh, nameplate, so you're going to have to use a different nameplates for it. For myself, I would give Corona a definite need. It is replaced Potato for me. I think currently Corona, after really going, eh, I don't need a new frames thing, I'm okay with Potato until they do something cooler... This is the cooler one, and I've been told it's been much iterated on since I'd even heard of it the first time. And since then, uh, Corona is honestly my personal preference. If you're going to get into add-ons, you need new nameplates or frames, I mean, get Corona. But that's just my opinion. It's, it's a need. What do you guys think? Please don't confuse it between frames and nameplates. Yes, we Krug. already had that problem. Krug. Um No, uh, I, I'll go next. Uh, I really like it. There are definitely some personal things that I have issues with it, but it's not necessarily because of Corona frames. To me, the game in general sometimes feels that I've got this huge, massive screen and I've just got so much on it. It feels like I'm in nineties internet where I've just got pop-up ads everywhere. And, and and that that's a gripe on the game, not on, on the add on. But uh, Corona Corona definitely simplifies a lot of stuff, makes it a lot more cleaner. It, it's not as pretty as the game has it set up. It doesn't have that easy, easy color. It's not all the – you know, there's, there's a lot of it. But Corona Frames allows you to have a lot more individual control and personal control on it. And I really, really love that. Um, I'm also I'm, – I'm, I'm going to give it a greed because um, – it's, it, it makes life a lot more easy. It makes it a lot prettier. But you definitely have to put a lot of effort into it to make it work for you. You know, Placing things in different areas and being able to move, okay, well, this goes over here, this goes over here, and then playing with it and going, well, I don't really look over in that part of my screen that often, but that's a, a crucial piece of information. So I need to move it more over here. So there's a lot of movement and changes and 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 that you have to do and you have to be playing with it for a while to really get it to work for you so that's why it's agreed not a need okay did you have a chance to try it out baz 
Uh, I did, and um, I know that when we first talked about it, I was like, ah, I don't, I didn't really like the last time I tried it. Blah blah blah. I have actually switched to Corona Frames um, from from using Potato UI. Um, I will give it a, uh, a definite need, and uh, here's why: um, the way that the frames works is really really simplistic. The Editing and kind of setting up your UI is going to take a long time no matter what you do. So I can't really agree with um, Indigo on that because like I spend about two, two and a half hours in any new game I play customizing my UI to make sure that it's as familiar as I'd like it to be and I need it to be. Um, you know, as, as the game progresses, progresses, more add-ons are made, prettier things happen and that kind of stuff. So – um, yeah, you might need a couple extra add-ons to make a Corona Frames actually work for you, but that's the way that World of Warcraft kind of did their vanilla add-ons to start off with. And eventually, more add-on creators collabed with each other. Things got grouped into each other, and you know, it, it, you know, we, we all became one big happy family. So it, <laughs> it really wasn't a big deal that I had to uh, install certain individual add-ons like Color Picker because I already had that for Potato UI anyway because um, – that was an add-on that you needed to change the colors, and I, I was I was very impressed with with how the add-on kind of flows, the amount of customization it has, way more than Potato UI. My only gripe with it, honestly, is changing the font size is a pain in the ass, and I would just like it to be some sort of scaling slider. But um, as Krug pointed out in in, in our little Facebook group, we uh, it doesn't have dynamic font sizes or whatever you called it. And uh, so that's why they can't do it. But uh, it's it, it's a definite uh, need for me. It's I'm very very impressed. Now, Craig, what do you think about it? So I use this now, uh, just like the three of you. It's great. Um, you can make it look like exactly the way you want it to. Aesthetically, it's you know flat and kind of neat and clean. There are a couple, not huge. There are a couple of problems with it that I'm surprised that none of you mentioned, especially with configuring the positions of things. Um, so things are grouped. So for example, my unit frame has like my health and shield and my name and my little absorption armor and class icon and my spell bar and all that other stuff. It's all grouped together into one overarching bundle of frames that can all be moved individually but can also all be moved as a group by using this frame that doesn't actually have any data of its own. It's just used to group all the rest of them. But for some reason, some of the frames are grouped individually as well. So, for example, when I move the focus bar, it also moves my resource frame. Just I can, But when I move my resource frame, it doesn't move my focus bar. So it's really hard to position those things separately at two different places of the screen. Like You have to know that you have to place this one first and then this one because the second one will move the first one if you do it. So it's it's kind of annoying. Really small gripe, but definitely something they can improve really easily by just allowing you to move everything individually by holding control or something when you're in the right. edit mode. Like, it doesn't sound terribly difficult to solve. That I, I never <clears throat> incur, I never encountered that, actually. I think I just moved the, the, the big group, the main uh, group, uh, on purpose or first. I, I have, too. I, I've experienced it before. I, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, just moving the windows is yeah. slightly annoying, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get in and play with it. You you might realize what I'm talking about immediately. You might never realize it because you'll I move saw everything that. correctly on yeah. purpose the first time. Um. I, I I definitely saw that, <laughs> but honestly, the, the the after I was like, oh, okay, I just have to move this first. 
Yeah. It, 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 like, yeah, it's definitely like an annoyance, but because like you'll forget and be just like, gosh dang it. Right. But and um. So yeah. I've only used this add-on with my uh, spell slinger uh, that I'm leveling on uh, uh, on the exile side right now, um, and I really hate the way the resources look. They're not really attractive at all, uh, and so I had to replace that part of the add-on with a different one. Um, other than that, this add-on's really, really good. Like, it has a threat meter that's really useful, and, like, I don't know why they included a threat meter. It's not, like, what the add-on's supposed to do, quote-unquote, but uh, I got rid of my old threat meter because this one's just, like, great. I only have two add-ons. I did not know that. It does. <laughs> it does. I use it as my warrior. I think it, I uh, think Strider meets really well for it. Yeah, the threat meter is great. Uh, the, obviously, all the you know standard information is really easy to read and, and all that stuff. And aside from that one gripe that I have about some windows moving each other, uh, the configuration is really easy. I don't think, like Doc said, it's going to be like 10 minutes. It's more like 20, 25 minutes of editing, at least to do the kind of customization that I wanted to do. But uh, it's really, really cool. And also it has um, a spell alert. So for some really commonly That's interrupted nice, spells, it just like – takes the initiative and tells you, hey, this spell's being cast right now. What are you going to do about it? Like I didn't realize witch. that was the case. Yeah. What was that called? Uh, it's like Reverie or something? What's that? Oh, if Reverie. you're in Kelverath, uh, the Dark Witches, they have one skill that'll just one one hit KO the entire group. Yeah, it's not a one. It's a it's a, just a devastating dot. I don't remember what it's called. It starts with an R. Uh, and so we were in Kelvorath, and it just said big letters on my screen like, oh, shit. Spells being cast, and I was like, "Oh, ah, uh, interrupt." I guess I don't know. Well, okay, thanks for telling me. Jeez, yeah. Normally, you that's be a little more a, calm about it next time. That's not normally in a uh, a frames add-on. You have to do a separate add-on for that. Yeah, at least from yeah. my knowledge, I'm actually kind of gonna disagree with Baz in the sense that he felt that it was more customizable than Potato. I actually, I actually feel that Potato is a little more customizable than Corona. Okay, Krug, what would you essentially what, – what's your thought on it? Would you need on this, breathe on this, or pass on this? Um, I find it really hard to give something like this a need. Like it does provide things that are useful, but it doesn't provide anything that's like game-breakingly useful. Definitely a greed, very strong greed. Uh, and it's not a greed, again, because there's something wrong with it that I w- would cause me to not recommend it. I just can't need something that replaces something that the Carbine add-on does perfectly well. Okay. So for that, if you're thinking about checking out Corona UI and you haven't yet, uh, Bazile and I have decided they're gonna we're gonna need on it. And then um, Krug and Indigo are gonna agree on it. So if you guys have an add-on that you like and you want to recommend that we give it a shot, or if you're an add-on developer and you want someone to take a look at it, or you know give it a little more um, a little more love and show people what's out there, give us a he- give us a heads up. And I think with that. We're going to end the very first podcast of 2015. Yay! Not the first podcast. It's probably the first Strange Tales podcast, but. You know, go back to being sick. I liked it when you didn't talk. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll just cough from now on. <laughs> I think I have the black lung pop. How very, how very fortunate for you to resume talking right now. <laughs> Uh, th- there, there is uh, one thing I'd, I'd actually like to address real quick, if if, if you don't mind. Yeah, Uh-oh. sure. Uh oh. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks, guys. Who didn't see that coming? Um, I, I honestly, I didn't. That was actually very surprising. So, um, that's okay. So with um. With the town hall coming up, uh, I just kind of want to remind everyone that the forty people were selected as a. Uh, not as their skill level or you know 
how much they complain on the forums or whatever. It was literally first come, first serve. So everyone getting upset at it, please stop because th- there was no favoritism involved. I don't do that kind of crap. Also, um, Tony did get all the questions. I've been uh, in, con- in contact with him via email. Again, he just got back today as of the recording. And um, so just just give it time. It'll be kind of mid, mid-January, mid give or take. It'll probably be in the afternoon, um, probably around maybe 1 or 2 o'clock, give or take. Eastern uh, time? We haven't actually uh, – no, uh, 1 or 2 o'clock uh, Pacific. Um, Pacific time, so it would be their time. So it would be like 4, four or 5, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock-ish, uh, just kind of depending on whenever Carbine uh, decides that the developers are, are actually available. But I, I also just kind of want to remind everyone that during the town hall, everyone needs to be respectful and just kind of understand that they're doing this not out of they need to, but out of the, the kindness of, of just them wanting to interact with the community. So don't be dicks. That, that, that's, that's pretty much my message. Good old Baz Lotto. will try to contain his dickishness as well. Yes, <laughs> it goes both ways. He will, he will say, don't be a dick, as, as is the motto of Strange Tales, and he in turn will try not to be a dick. At least I well, can't speak for Baz. But I'm assuming. To be f- to be fair, if I'm talking to developers, I'm I'm usually pretty 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 level headed. So <laughs> I guess we'll just have to take your word on that, won't we'll, we? We'll go with that. Darn one. right, you do. So, <laughs> um, Indigo, is there anything else you wanted to throw in there before yeah, we decided? Speaking to... of mid January, yeah. Speaking of mid January, so have you guys seen that Star Wars trailer where it was a trailer for a trailer? Oh gosh. Okay. Did we talk a about non, that? It's a non Wildstar related topic. I have very angry feelings about. No, trailers I'm, I'm asking you if you you saw it. Yes, yes. It, whether it was good or bad, but it was a trailer for a trailer, right? Fucking yes, we talked fuck. about it on yes. the podcast, and that's what I'm going to do this week. <laughs> Next week, we are going to give you an official release date for the Q Times website. Da, 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 da. Yeah, for preview those of you who are sitting there going, what the fuck is Q Times and why should I give two rats asses? What's the first rats ass? First rats ass is Q Times is an amazing website with some awesome uh, team members, uh, mostly us. Let's be honest. Mostly me, of course. <laughs> I'm super important. Wow. We, we are taking a bunch of all of, uh, of our content uh, and putting it all together in one website. We're going to be having stuff from classic uh, pen and paper ga- uh, RPGs all the way up to new AAA titles that are going to be coming out. Uh, and we're going to be talking all gaming uh, all the time. You're going to have our annoying personalities discussing and going with a lot more people. We're going to be doing some live streams. We're going to be doing more podcasts. We're going to be doing a ton of videos. We're working with uh, other content creators. So, you know. Articles as well. There's going to be written content. Yes. Just basically every type of content you can consume on your computer is going to be on that website. Yeah. So, yeah. so porn? Another gaming website for well, the internet because gonna... no one's thought of that before. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but ours is sexy. Do you know why ours is special? Because I designed the logo. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons why we really wanted to do this is because uh, our feeling is is that there is a lot of gaming websites out there, but all of them are so tight knit in the industry that they can't pull themselves away from it and really legitimately look at stuff. And uh, because you know we each have families, we each all have a separate job, and, and we do something else. Uh, we really feel that our opinion uh, can matter as a casual gamer and someone that that doesn't do this for a living can give a legitimate perspective. So 
we're throwing it out there and we hope that you guys like it. Uh, I mean, I and mean, you said something in the last take of this. We've done like four <laughs> takes of this because Doc keeps crashing. I'm just gonna play uh, it on. Yeah. In the last take of this, you said something that I really liked. Go for was, it. Say it. We have lives, we have jobs, we have families, and, and this isn't what we do to, like, make those lives happen, and yet we still we care about it enough to do it, and so I think that kind of, like, shows that we're not, we're not doing this for any other reason other than the fact that we like it, and that doesn't necessarily validate our opinions, we're going to be wrong sometimes, and feel free to call us out, but um, we care, and if you tell us we're wrong, we're going to try to fix it, we're going to make it right, we want this to be something that's enjoyed by people, that's all we really want out of it, and yeah. so... And Whatever we can do to help you enjoy, let us know. And pertaining to Wallstar, hopefully it'll help uh, do... Hopefully we can get stuff like breakdowns of patch notes or uh, more stuff that other sites had done before and are no longer around and doing. We kind of want to help pick up that torch and carry it for those that are more interested for that stuff as well and can't find anywhere else. And hopefully and other expand games, on it. And other games. Wild, other games. But this is a Wildstar cast. We want to see what was in it for yeah. Wildstar fans. Yeah. So, as... F- Moving on with it. Right. As for me, Doc, you can find me on Twitter at DocQT. You can find me on Reddit at HollowMosh. I put the podcast up roughly every Tuesday. Um, and then you can always find us at StrangeTalesMailbag at gmail.com. And Krug, where can we find you? Uh, on Twitter at Strange underscore Tales or at Reddit. Uh, I am STOS underscore Krug. Uh, also at the email. And soon you'll be able to find me at the Q Times website. But not yet. Not yet. Indigo? Uh, you can find me on the official forums as Indigo Jones. You can find me on Twitter as Indigo Jones underscore QT. Uh, again, it, just like Krug said, you will be easily accessible via the Q Times website as we all have a, an email there as well as links to our direct Twitters. So uh, you guys see us there too. And Basile, where can we find you? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you can... That was cheesy. That sounded way better in my head. Yeah. Uh, Continue. It, it, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Uh, you can find me um, on the social medias uh, at Bazeal. Uh, it's spelled B-A-Z-E-L-E-E-L. It's not basil. I am not a spice. Um, Bazelli? Bazelli. There we go. Bazelli. Monza pizza. It's a video game. You silly man. It's very racist. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, that that quickly escalated to just something horrible. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. But Anytime. pretty much uh, you can find me at any address, just forward slash Bazile. Uh, I think I've taken pretty much everything. I have the internet. www.thewhitehouse.com forward slash Bazile. That's, 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 that, that's not even a URL address. Well, then it needs to be. Do, by the way, don't go to whitehouse.com, guys, okay? Just don't do not do that. And if you do, it's, it's not it's, our fault. Yeah, it's, you were the it's, one it's, curious it's enough Krug. to type it's that Krug's in. It's fault. It's Krug's fault. Krug did it. Krug did it. I'm calling an adult. But, uh, yeah, I do uh, wild, wild, wild star videos and uh, soon-to-be gigantic videos once, you know, the game is released this year, hopefully soon, TM. Awesome. I, I can't wait. It looks amazing. Um, but I also do Wildstar content. I do a show every every Wednesday and got a lot of other cool stuff planned for this year. So, yay. Nice. Awesome. So, ladies and gents, this is the first of another year of Strange Tales from Outer Space. My name is Doc, and as always, I have with us Krug. I'm <coughs> Krug. Indigo. Yo, oh. yo, yo. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, that was Indigo as well. And Bazile. Yay. <laughs> and as two wise men had once said to everybody on the winds of the video VCR market, be excellent to each other. 
that's it for tonight. Oh. We're sure nice place. Have fun. Good night. You don't know who Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is? I know exactly what it is, but you said it. That makes it horrible. Horrible. You are neither of those people. <sighs> I, I, I can aspire to greatness. I, that's all I can think of. Why yeah. did I? Why did I link you an amazing set of photos? Anyway, good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>